No, I was just thinking the next time there is a conflict, we should replace guns with Taylor Swift dance-offs because on the evidence of that video, we can never lose. We have a nuclear weapon with Adwaiti. Welcome to In the Spotlight, the flagship podcast of Taylor Swift dance-off videos. I'm your host, Amaya Barve, live from Mumbai, and this is the concluding part two of Adwait's two-part interview. In part one, we learned about his early days, including his journey of joining the army. And for part two, I kick things off by asking him to describe how and when he met Shruti. This is the incredible true story he told me. So in Kargil, like I said, I went, I was there in Kargil from March. So from March till around November, I was there in Kargil. So March to June, there was no internet. So Airtel was, since there is a lot of snow in Kargil area. So by around Feb, the Feb, March, the snow starts clearing. So the previous year, Airtel had dumped the entire uh, stuff they need to build a tower and to get that internet connectivity a year in advance in 17. And they started building the tower somewhere around Feb or March. And the tower was constructed and everything that happened. So it took about June or you can say mid-June for the internet to come. So till that time I did not have any internet. So once I, and even then I, I had to actually make a normal call also. I had to walk probably for around one, one and a half hours to just make a phone call. And during that time also, since this was somewhere around, I was around 29 or 30 maybe. So every time I used to go to make a call to my parents, like every three, four days, the only thing they used to be like, when are you going to get married? I'm like, I'm in Cargill right now. It is not technically possible for me to get married and one day my parents told me that okay we have uh, started a profile on uh, i think bharat matrimony or something profile and we are now looking for girls for you and we'll start at least shortlist a few of them and once you come on leave in maybe november or december that time you can look at them and decide whether you want to get married or not or something like that and thankfully in july the internet was like really working well. And that is when I told my parents that, okay, you my profile card hai, at least give me the password so that at least I'll sit in Kargil and watch some beautiful girls other than looking at snow and nothing around me. So that is what like I told my parents, at least to <laughs> So that is when I got that app and I started looking at like a few prospects and reading the profile. So I think Shruti's profile was second or third profile which I came across. And when I went through the profile, I saw that the profile was operated by her mother or father. I don't remember clearly, but some parent which were operating Shruti's profile also. I think it, it was her mom. So I went on Instagram and I searched for Shruti's profile and I sent her a message on Instagram. That okay, I, had, I have come across your profile on Marathi matrimony or Bharat matrimony. And I, from whatever I read in your profile, I feel that, okay, maybe we, I, we can connect or maybe whatever that typical message that you write. And I had sent her that message on Instagram that let us first talk to each other. And if we feel that, okay, there's a spark and if we can take it and we can tell our parents, because I had written clearly that my parents are so desperate for me to get married. If I tell them the next day, they'll come and meet your parents So it is to that level that they want me to get married. So let us first speak to each other rather than getting the families involved. So this message I had sent her somewhere around 9th or 10th of September. And she replied on 22nd of September. Because what happens is that once you send the message to unknown person, it goes into that uh, some separate inbox which is there. So that is how she did not know that I have sent her a message. So after like 22nd of September, she replied. And that is when we started talking to each other, having a conversation, getting to know each other. And then on 20, I was planning to go on leave and my leave was approved for 22nd of November. And then I got to know that her birthday is on 25th. So I postponed my leave by two days and I told her that, okay, I'll come on 23rd to Mumbai. Then we can meet in Mumbai for maybe a day or two. 
एंड देन वी कैन डिसाइड सो ट्वेंटी थर्ड आई लैंडेड इन मुंबई ट्वेंटी फोर्थ वी मेट फॉर द फर्स्ट टाइम वी मेट एट बॉम्बे कैंटीन इन कमला मिल्स और समवेयर सो वी मेट इन द आफ्टरनून वी मेट एट वन ओ क्लॉक सो वी वर देयर फॉर अराउंड सेवन ओ क्लॉक और सिक्स ओ क्लॉक इन द कमला मिल्स एट बॉम्बे कैंटीन एंड फ्रॉम देयर वी वेंट टू बी एस सी सो वेन वी मेट फॉर द फर्स्ट टाइम ऑल्सो वी हैड सो मेनी थिंग्स टू टॉक सो मेनी थिंग्स टू शेयर एंड देर वॉज द स्पार दैट फ्रॉम आफ्टरनून वन ओ क्लॉक टिल अराउंड ट्वेल्व ओ क्लॉक एट नाइट वी वर टूगेदर एट टू प्लेसेज सो एंड देर वॉज नॉट इवन वन मोमेंट वेर लाइक वी डिड नॉट हैव एनी थिंग टू टॉक और देर वर लाइक अ डल मोमेंट बिटवीन ईच अदर और लाइक अ ड्राई साइलेंस बिटवीन ईच अदर सो एट ट्वेल्व ओ क्लॉक आई ड्रॉप्ड रोम बिकॉज आई गॉट टू नो दैट इट इज द पेरेंट्स एनिवर्सरी ऑल्सो सो आई ड्रॉप्ड अ रोम एंड द नेक्स्ट डे ऑल्सो इन द मॉर्निंग आई मेट सो आई विल सिंस इट्स योर बर्थडे लेट्स मीट for breakfast and then i'll move to pune so next day also we met for breakfast so that was the first time we met and then we were still talking to each other so we did not meet in between anywhere and after that i don't know who asked whom or i don't think so that happened but we told each other's parents and i think when we told each other's parents 23rd of december her parents had come to my house in pune and that time they had come for the first time and that did so they decided that what will be the date of marriage and what will be the date of the engagement also so like it happened like really fast another thing that even i wanted it to happen like immediately because that was my last field posting not last field posting but my field posting was about to end and in 2019 i was supposed to come to peso area so if i would have married early i would get that Two two and a half years of good enough time to be with her in P station. So that is how the entire marriage thing happened. And so we got married in uh, engaged in Mumbai, and the marriage like a four days uh, marriage in Pune. That was a really nice overview, and I think your sentiments there. And I'm sure you must have heard uh, my interviews with Arshit and Trishala. Like very yeah. very similar. when as soon as the parents take over you are secondary right you you are no right. longer in the picture the parents take over <laughs> and they decide what the date is where it is who you are inviting so you have done your part you pick the girl or shruti pick the guy that's it your job is done so yeah, very very similar sentiment so um so when you so after you got married you were still posted right so did you were you able to take shruti with you to your peace time posting or were you still apart after you got married no so imme- the thankfully immediately after we got married like in after anushree's wedding we immediately left for gwalior so i had applied since i was in field so you, there is something called as field seniority so once you come from a field area to peace area so you get the first priority to get a house in peace area so we have those accommodations in our colonies which are there so you are the priority because since you have been away from your family so you get the first priority so even my if i got married in jan 2020 i was allotted a house in july 2019 itself so i took about 6 months to get that house done up so i had to change the tiles then i got the house repainted changed the furniture and everything so my house was ready we just had to carry all the stuff we need to set up the house like the crockery which is there probably and other things which we require so that thing we had got so i my leave was i think getting over on 15th of feb or something and we went like about a week in advance so that we can stay in the guest room until that time we can like set up the house so that we can move immediately so in feb we immediately after marriage we went to gwalior but again she had to come back for her i think mother's birthday or something and she came to pune and then covid happened and she was stuck in mumbai so <laughs> after marriage i had a house she was in mumbai till june and i was in gwalior alone and then after that somehow she was able to come to gwalior and then we were in gwalior till about 7 or 8 months together and then after that i moved to ladakh and she again got back to mumbai right so luckily for her your house was ready but unluckily yeah. <laughs> the covid hit right so it's not yeah, like you could uh, it's not in mumbai so that was the worst part yeah. so had she been there those three months were because during that three months the first two months which were there even we had to observe strict lockdown so two months i was practically right. free so we like we were playing games also like online we were playing all the games which were happening so i was free for the first two months and that is what i 
still tell her that if you would have not gone we would have had so much fun that time at home so, so how long i 22 right so you've been married 2 years now right so no, four, um, 24 it 4 years yeah, oh, yeah that's right 4 yeah, years yeah 24 so um when you you know when when you were talking with shruti obviously she knew you were in the army was there any concern from her side or any requirements from her side that you have to quit or was she, would she have been okay with you coming back and saying i'm going to continue the army so in a way she was uh, very supportive because that time i had no plans of quitting so i had told her very clearly that this is something i want to do and this is something that i will be doing throughout my life at least for 20 years or 25 years if i keep on getting all those ranks and if i keep on jumping the higher the pyramid but uh, the only requirement that she had was that she said that she wants to continue working which i was fine with because i told that i have no problems with that and i would probably like if you continue with your work because i want you to be independent because my life is as such that it is very unpredictable because it can't happen that i won't go to field areas i will definitely go to field areas so i want you to be independent i don't want you to be completely dependent upon me so i was fine with that that okay if you want to continue working in mumbai i am fine with you continuing in mumbai and probably if you find some like she has a blog also she was probably planning to do that full time also so i was fine with that also okay if you want to do that blog thing full time you can do that wherever i am posted also so in that way we had these discussions before marriage so we were quite clear about what our requirements were and we were fine with that so that is how we finally ended up getting married while you were married there was still the expectation that you would continue to be in the army for the foreseeable future right you said 10 to 20 years so what was it that made you then realize okay i've done my stint it's okay for me to retire i don't necessarily need to go beyond the 10 years so what was that thinking and what was it that led you to concluding that it's okay for me to retire from the armed forces so uh, in uh, like i said that in uh, 2020 during covid so i lost my kaka which is there so my dad's younger elder brother so and we are in the joint family so once he passed away so my dad was really close to him and my dad was there he actually felt that loss and because of that he started having a lot of health issues and now as it happened that in my house there is only my grandmother which she is very old my mom and my kaku so my mom and my kaku even though they are not very old but now they have reached a point where now they are having like my mom has spondylitis and slip disc kaku also has all the back issues and her she has issues with her knees and everything and we have a dog also so finally entire and my two sisters are not there so like my uh, elder sister she is married younger sister she is in ladakh she is running her own travel agency or travel business which is there so there was technically no one to look after the house so everything was finally falling on to my dad and he was feeling that uh, thing because now he is also 62 so having that entire responsibility of the home even if for the smallest thing everybody used to look up to him so he was actually very pressurized by those things plus having a dog to take him for a walk the grocery part of it and looking after the entire house and when i used to speak to him i used to feel that pain that okay probably he is having that pressure so that is when i decided that okay i have done what i wanted to do they have been very supportive for these 11 years when i was not there so now probably it is my time and i thought of it as such that probably like i am someone who believes in destiny because that is how i landed in army because it was written somewhere that after all those things that happened to me i ended up in the army like merchant navy i wanted to go it did happen air force didn't happen and army happened which was not that planned so and it happened that this thing happened in the ninth year of my service so i had or eight almost eight and a half years of my service so i felt that okay probably it is that something is there which is indicating that okay you have two years left in those two years you can plan your exit and this is the right time for me to now look after my parents when they are aging so when they supported right. me in my youth for my dreams now i think it is time for me to go home and let them live their old age in a better way and not be hampered by responsibilities because if i would have continued another 10 years means that my father would have been 73 yeah. 
so it would have been really taxing on him to take the entire responsibility of all these thing people so that is when i decided so i spoke to shruti also that okay this is something that i want to do and this is how i'm planning so even she was supportive that it is your decision if you will be happy over here then i'll be happy because then i'll get to be with you even more and then throughout the life because she knew how passionate i was about the army or i still am probably about yeah. the army so she said that it is completely your decision if you feel that you will be happy outside then i will support you so that is what gave me even more strength that okay when she will be there with me so that is when i decided to quit and then come back home and be with my parents itself so then the next question is what next for you obviously you know you've got some skills in the army you're now out of the army what are you looking for next i know you're in that transitional phase so what are you looking to uh, what are you looking to do next in the next 5 10 15 years so in the next 5 10 15 like i want to work in some corporate company even if it is a small company just for that experience part because i have worked in the army i want to see the corporate part of it also because i have been talking to my friends that okay corporate culture is in a certain way so i just want to experience that part if i like it probably i'll continue with it if not then i want to start my own restaurant business which is there which i am already planning so it is in the planning phase probably if all things go well by this year and probably there would be a, a restaurant to my name and also if like my father wants to continue with his business then probably join his business also the construction business which i am actually against it because you need to put in a lot of effort so i just want him to join my hotel business is the, the now the conversation which me and my dad is having is like you join me rather than me joining you who's who's so, going to join whose business right yeah. i i did not know about the hotel is it like a big reveal is it like a big secret or does everyone know you want to start a restaurant by yourself no i don't think so anybody knows that i want to open it i think probably stuti's dad knows about it because since he's from that industry so i have spoken to him like a few times just to get to know and in between also like now i can reveal it because it's not happening like there was a restaurant hotel in mahabaleshwar so which that guy was going to give on lease but it didn't work out because the amount which he was asking was way too much restaurant is something that i want to open so maybe not this year but okay. in next previous it will happen for sure okay so now let's switch focus a little bit but let's go to a section that um, i used to call an either or but i've changed okay. it because i think i ended up asking the same questions and people sort of came to know and just like the ssb they started practicing for the exams i don't like that so, <laughs> so i have i've decided to change the section a little bit it's still a very similar uh, spirit that just to get to know you better there's no right or wrong answer but instead yeah. of an either or i'm just going to ask you a question and allow you to elaborate first question yeah. uh, what is the current phone that you use so currently i have two phones so i've already always been using two <laughs> phones so one is an app one is apple and one is iphone so uh, i android also i have mostly used samsung or uh, oneplus which is there but currently i have a samsung okay. and iphone 13 mini which is there interesting why why do you have uh, two phones so it started off like i am like i was i like apple a lot but what used to happen that the applications which we have in the army are more android based because it is easy oh. to make so that is why i had to get an android phone because it is very difficult to send things over bluetooth or probably download those internal applications which we have so that is why i have an android phone and now i have got used to two phones and both the phones are dual sim but still i have to phone <laughs> <laughs> So do you have like four numbers on those? Do you use four numbers no, no, on all of them? No, no. I have two numbers only, which I have continued for a very long time. But both, and now I have gotten so used to having two phones that I just can't like do away with one phone and just use two phones. So I'm having both of them, both the phones. Interesting. So, so it's not like you you go couple of days on one phone and then swap to the other phone. You keep both the phones on you every single day, right? Yeah, both the phones are on me every single day. <laughs> okay, is there one like? Uh, do you call on one? Do you browse the internet on one? Do you have like shared activities, or are they also like overlap? And you just literally the first phone that you pull out of the out of your pocket is what you use for whatever task you want to do. 
no so the primary phone now is apple because my samsung phone is like 4 years old so now it started conking off because of the software <laughs> updates which is there so i use iphone mini because i like it for the size because it's a very small compact phone and that is my primary phone so i use basically for calling whatsapp and everything and the other phone which is there i use it basically yeah. for uh, checking the mails or uh, doing my trading so i do a lot okay. of trading stuff and all those things so i use that phone because it has a big screen but otherwise primarily my primary phone is okay. iphone itself next question um have you ever lied about your age no <laughs> if you were to lie about an age would you lie that you are older or would you lie that you are younger if i had to lie then probably i would say that i'm older <laughs> because you're if older? you are younger okay. yeah, if you are younger then people start expecting a lot of things and if you say that you are older then you can act a little bit lazy that okay yaar main budha ho gaya i can't do any do anything like i can just sit back and relax um and i know we talked about this a little bit during your army stint but what's your current favorite go to drink what's your drink of choice alcoholic drink of choice so i have always been a whiskey fan though i like beer at times but still uh, whiskey like i love whiskey whiskey uh do yeah. is it single malt or blended do you have a preference so in blended i like balentines which is there. so balentines i feel is very smooth so if there is no single malt then i would prefer balentines and if there is single malt then uh, probably i would have something maybe lefroig and nowadays I like those Japanese whiskies which are coming very really nice. Have you because I know there is a huge um push now from Indian whiskies to have single malts. Like I know Indri is a brand that's launched recently yeah. with single malt. Have you had a chance to taste Indian single malts? What's your opinion of single malts versus say Japanese single malts or Scottish single malts? So Indian single malts I felt that they are like a bit on the stronger side like the flavor or the Uh, this thing which is that it is more stronger side like i have tried i have not do i have not tried indri i have tried kamet which is there it is mm. a really nice whiskey i think it is i think it is from jammu indri is from jammu i have no but kamet i have tried i have tried paul john paul john bold is really nice it is like a bit softer on your palate but other paul johns are really hard and uh, i have also tried amrut so in amrut also amrut uh, fusion yeah. is a bit better but amrut nirvana which is there i did not like it, to be honest but amrut is good okay ranathambur is a brand which is actually good nowadays uh, there is another i think rampur which is there so rampur whiskey is also really good but if you now take a look at your current bar which single malts would we find in your bar today so uh, i have got uh, a bottle of lefroig i have got a bottle of aberlour which is there i don't know whether it's single malt i think it is single malt aberlour which is there then uh, i have got one glenfiddich i think probably just three whiskies okay. and then i have got a huge collection of gins because of shruti so shruti likes to try different kinds of gins so i have got like i had like a very big collections of gin now i think we have started finishing off one one bottle so that is how i have next question so do you usually prefer reading or do you find yourself watching movies what, what do you typically do so i like to read a lot but if it is a south indian movie then probably i would watch the movie but uh, other than that i am <laughs> like bollywood i'll definitely prefer to read a book than to watch a bollywood movie because probably i would have watched the south indian movie jiska remake that movies because i don't think so hindi movies are original nowadays they are like remakes of south indian movies But if it's a South Indian movie, then that definitely I'll watch the movie. <laughs> I'll keep the book aside. Uh, do you watch English movie? Because you mentioned Bollywood and South Indian, but do you watch English movies at all? South Indian and English movies, but English movies like I don't like to watch drama and like rom com also. Like I'm more into action, so I I like the Fast and Furious series which okay. is there. I like Death Race movies which are there, then Jackie Chan movies or probably Bruce okay. Lee movies. So that action genre is something which I like. in hollywood movies also on i watched the harry potter series lord of the rings and those like fantasy yeah, fantasy yeah fantasy, yeah, fantasy, yeah, yeah, fantasy right, things what's the um, 
what's the most interesting south indian movie you've seen recently recently i watched salar which has come out so i really felt that the way that story has been told it's really nice because it is by the same director who made kgf1 and kgf2 people who have liked kgf they'll definitely yeah. love salar and prabhas like i like prabhas since bahubali and before that also so i found that movie really entertaining like you go to a movie to get entertained so it does that so that is a very very fair statement and very fair requirement hey eh? the movie should entertain me right so yeah. that's a very fair requirement okay um i i don't know if you've had a chance to watch these american shows uh have you watched either friends or seinfeld friends i have watched but like i have not watched the entire series maybe a few episodes here and there because of shruti okay but uh, seinfeld i have not okay. watched even a second episode but friends i have watched a few episodes but that is also again something which okay. i did not like because i felt that it is something which is very repetitive like every episode like just the five guys who are sitting in a cafe and like they are go- largely like talking because actually i can't relate to it so that is why i felt that gap because you don't see those things happening in india probably people in the us yeah. might be able to relate to it but i am not able to relate to that concept of entire thing that is shown in friend so that is why i did not like it probably it might be a very good show yeah. since people are watching it but i couldn't relate to it in that it's very interesting you say that you couldn't relate to it so it's not like americans do those every day right so just like bollywood movie is not what happens every day in india just like friends yeah. is not what happens every day in the us but but i do get your point it's more relatable in terms of their experiences in terms of their interactions yeah. and so so i yeah I, i'll give you that so here's a little hatke question because i think you mentioned you wrote a few papers in when yeah. you were in army right so if you had to write a book tomorrow what would you write about so tomorrow if i had to write a book probably i write, i would write about my life only like how my journey has been the ups and downs in my journey and something speaking about my life probably and maybe try to teach something or maybe leave some lessons at the end to the readers who are reading probably maybe in terms of leadership or maybe in communication or i don't want to like tell anyone how to behave because it's finally up to them like i don't want to give any gyan to someone but probably a few lessons which they can draw from my life what where i went wrong what they can learn from what mistakes i have made or only how i got out of those things so if they can relate to probably something on that perfect okay that's good so it's not just about the army but just your life in general right that's what you were yeah, saying you would write right about yeah. yeah got it okay all right so let's do this i'm going to give you two names and okay. you can use whatever criteria you want to pick one of those names okay okay virat kohli or rohit sharma think virat kohli virat kohli why yeah. uh, because the way he has changed himself from the way he was physically like with his attitude also he had talent even he knew there's no doubt that when he joined cricket he did not have talent he and rohit sharma like it is in his own words that when he had joined the team they knew that there is some guy called as rohit sharma like who's really like who has who is like a very good cricketer like virat kohli was also like praising him at that time but then how he changed himself beat his training beat his diet and the point where he has reached today it is something actually you have you can learn that you need to focus on your goal you should know where you want to reach what is your goal and if you have to change your entire lifestyle for it you should be ready for it like he was a hardcore guy from delhi hardcore non vegetarian and he is now become a vegetarian so it is actually because i have tried doing that so it is actually very difficult for people who are non vegetarians to turn into vegetarians for the life entire life then he used to take drinks maybe now he's become a complete off drinks and then get that thing in training so probably there are very few cricketers who are that fit at his age and i don't think so for next 4 5 years his fitness would drop so that is something which i think that is actually worth learning from that guy 
you know, I think what you see and what you're recognizing about Virat Kohli is the discipline that he went through. And I think you are, yeah. because you've gone through a very similar disciplined approach, you sort of understand that and recognize how hard it is, right? That's why you're using discipline to pick Virat Kohli over Rohit Sharma. Like you said, there are, both of them are talented, right? There's, there's, yeah, and you find Rohit fans as well as Virat fans, but that's your uh, take on it. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, that's exactly what I wanted to look, look for, I should say. Okay, so and I know in the army, uh, you as an officer, you will not have had a chance to do this. Maybe in the lockdown you would have, and maybe now that you're out of the army, now in civilian life, maybe you do. But given a choice, do you prefer washing clothes or washing dishes? So I don't mind actually doing either of it because during COVID, like I said, I have been washing my clothes like in field areas also even not plates but when we are at post we have to at times wash our own clothes also but i'm fine with doing both because manual it is something that you have to do but uh, washing clothes is because probably because when you are doing the plates you have to be like really careful because you have a small basin which is there and you don't you can't get messy but when you're washing clothes the entire bathroom is yours you can get messy you can do whatever you want to probably you can keep the clothes in the bucket and dance in that bucket itself. So it is much easier to clean the clothes rather than doing the clothes. And if they are like glass or bowls, this is you have to be really careful while washing them. We washing both, but preference you would prefer washing clothes to washing dishes. Yeah, clothes right? to washing dishes. So, yeah. The next question is, what's the best compliment you've ever gotten? So the best compliment, probably it will be difficult for somebody from civil to understand it. But the biggest compliment I had got from my boss when I was in SF, that this is a kind of an officer that like with eyes closed, I would take him with me if I have to go on war. So that is like something which is actually yeah. a very good compliment because then that means that he trusts me so much that he can trust me with his life. So that was something which yeah. is like, was the best compliment which I had ever got. I think even, I, I know you said the civilians may not be able to understand that, but I think they will. I think that's a very relatable thing, right? Yeah. That you picking the one person that you want to go to war with. So I think that's a very, yeah. very good compliment. Uh, and then in similar veins, what's an insult that you've received that you're actually proud of? Yeah, so this is something that my mother has told me that when I was in college, like I told you that I was not much into studies and I was more into sports and extracurricular activities. So one of my father's friends, they had said this thing to my dad that he will just, he's just wasting his life and probably he'll waste his entire life and something like that. But today I feel really proud that I have proved yeah. him wrong. So that is something which I feel that because I have not heard it directly, but this is something that my mom yeah. has told me. Now let's switch gears a little bit again and let's talk about food. Okay. So um, do you consider yourself a foodie? Yes, uh, I think I am a foodie. I like to try different uh, kind of cuisines. And now with Shruti and her blog, automatically I get to eat a lot of things. Yeah, I know I can I can totally see how due to Shruti and her blog, you would be introduced to a lot of different yeah. dishes and cuisines. But were you someone who used to be interested in experimenting in food beforehand? Or was it only Shruti's sort of uh, interest that made you more of a foodie? No, actually, I was uh, interested in exploring different kinds of food because like I said, I was posted in different areas like when i was in jammu i used to try the local jammu cuisine when i came to gwalior then probably the local cuisine of gwalior i went to northeast so i've seen all the northeastern states so trying those northeastern cuisines then ladakhi cuisine so i've been trying all these right. indian cuisines and when i used to come on leave then i used to try all the italian cuisines and maybe the whatever american or french cuisines which we have so yeah, so you were interested in having different yeah. cuisines everywhere, right? So do you have a favorite cuisine? You mentioned Gwalior, Rajasthan, Kashmir. Do you have a favorite cuisine? So, like my favorite cuisine will always be like Maharashtrian food, like what my mom cooks, not something that we get outside because probably for 10 years I have missed eating that. So I still would say that 
नॉट क्यूजीन और महाराष्ट्र किसी नैसर्ज पर आई चा हद से जेवन व्हाट इज वी कैन से दैट इज स्टिल माय फेवरेट व्हाट व्हाटेवर शी डू मेक फेयर इनफ डू यू हैव और एक्चुअली आई शुड आस्क यू दिस व्हाट्स वन ऑफ योर फेवरेट डिशेस दैट योर मॉम मेक्स वन ऑफ माय फेवरेट डिशेस दैट शी मेक्स इज पोहे लाइक कांदे पोहे लाइक शी रियली मेक्स नाइस कांदे पोहे एंड इवन श्रुति व्हेनेवर शी कम्स शी लाइक की आइला सांगते की कांदे पोहे बनो and she makes really good pav bhaji also okay. so something that i really like so there was a point where we never used to get pav bhaji from outside mom used to make the bhajan we just used to get the mm. pav from outside and other than that she makes aloo so for okay. the really nice so like those three things are like what is that best. it is called aloo so for oh aloo bhaji okay yeah so you know since you've tasted um, so many different cuisines i just realized that you didn't mention army mess as one of them so do you have yeah. like an all time favorite dish that you get only in the army mess not all time favorite but there is a dish called a tipsy pudding which is there and it is something that is i think exclusive <laughs> to army because i have not heard that thing anywhere outside it is basically nothing but bisc- a layer of biscuit cake then maybe some cream then again two three layers and then it's topped up with ice cream or something but it is something which every army officer likes it from the academy zet itself so we are introduced to this tipsy pudding in academy there's nothing tipsy about it but it's called a tipsy pudding and that is something i think is exclusive to the army it is one of the best puddings that anybody or the desserts that anybody can eat so i think you know that's where uh, i've always wondered like when people like shruti like when they do their blogs do they have access to the army mess have they have has she had a chance to eat in the army mess Yeah, she is eaten in the army mess uh, quite a few times because we used to have social get-togethers. Because the first right. shock we had in the army mess was that I told her that we have to go for a party, and the concept of party she had in mind, and the, what kind of party we are. So in the officer mess, party means that all of the officers and the ladies sit together. The ladies are having their own chat. The officers are having their own conversations. So there's nothing party as such. It's like a social gathering. We call it a party. then we have dinner together and then we go home so <laughs> that's just it she has <laughs> had the food quite a lot of times in the army and during covid also so every sunday we used to have like the army mess they have a menu which is there for month or maybe for 2 3 month so every sunday we used to have parathas in the army mess like different kind of parathas so every sunday we used to get those parathas at home like chicken paratha mutton paratha probably paneer or other things so in that way we used to go to mess also she used to like the okay. mess coffee also which is there so we used to go to mess only to have coffee at times in the evening have you had a chance to dabble in cooking yourself can you cook do you like to cook yeah i love to cook a lot so at home also i still cook in gwalior also me and shrutu used to cook together so that is something okay because of which i have that inclination towards opening a restaurant because i can cook anything and everything so from okay making pizza at home to making maharashtrian food like pohe and all those things i can cook everything like i can cook a proper four or five course meal also is there one of your dishes that you're known for or like for say for example is there a dish that shruti would pester you to cook for her no i don't think so there is anything specific that she would ask me to do <laughs> but uh, in general she is okay. happy she doesn't have to work and i am cooking something for her so she is fine with that where she doesn't okay. have to get up and she is getting okay, everything so let's, ready for me yeah fair enough so let's put shruti aside for just a minute is there any anyone else who has ever pestered you hey make this dish for me like either your mom or your friend is there some like a dish that they would love to come to your house and cook because you are making it so my mom likes anything that i make from eggs like she likes omelette or maybe burji okay. or egg rice or maybe something with respect to eggs and my friends like like what i make in chicken or probably chicken gravy or rassa which is called as so that part of it when you are thinking about opening the restaurant right are you thinking about being heavily involved in the dishes and being sort of the chef or are you more interested in getting a chef and then just running it from our operations perspective which where is your interest so initially till the time i don't get a cook i would look at the cooking aspect and the operations aspect but if i find a really nice cook which is there who can 
actually manage the entire kitchen because finding a cook who can manage the entire kitchen is also very difficult but if i find a guy whom i can trust and who can really okay. look into it then probably i'll hand over the entire kitchen to him and then i'll look after the operational part of the restaurant which is there and if it starts functioning then i'll bring along shruti Got also it. to do the marketing part and other thing so you're okay with you being the chef only initially but you're you know long term is get a chef and then you just run the restaurant operationally right yes, that's that's where your interest right, is yeah. that's what you're saying because if you want to expand okay. also you need to get out of one thing so that you can look after the expansion and probably the other parts of it rather than just looking after the cooking but obviously food quality and everything i would be invested in checking the yeah. kind of food that is being prepared but not get completely invested in it for a long term so let's now switch to another section um this is uh, very similar to the either or or the questions i asked yeah. you but it's like a yes no uh, there again i'll ask you 10 questions you will answer yes or no but i won't pull the thread right so it's a very, yeah. very rapid fire quick short short and sweet section okay yeah. here we go um have you ever eaten or tasted beef yes beef like beef or buff yes. because in okay. india you get buff which is there but i think i have tasted beef also if like i'm not sure whether it was but i have ordered for beef i don't know whether it was beef or buff yeah. but i have eaten that <laughs> okay Have you ever spent the night in jail? No. No. Okay. Have you gotten a tattoo? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. Have you blocked anyone ever on social media? Yeah, a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people. Okay. Have you ever cried in public no no um have you ever thrown up on someone no no okay do you have and it's a yes or no you don't have to give me the yeah. actual answer but do you have an embarrassing pet name for shruti no no okay um have you ever crashed a wedding where you've gone to a wedding even though you're not invited just to eat the food yeah couple of times like a lot of times not couple of times a lot of times couple of times lot of times okay yes. okay um have you ever uh, screamed while watching a scary movie no no okay and no. i think i know the answer to the last one but i'm just going to ask it have you ever cried while watching a sad movie no awesome that was it quick quick rapid fire yes or no questions okay. so we uh, have just two more sections left you know the sec the last section is a spotlight challenge but before we do that adwit i'm going to give you the floor and if there's anyone you wanted to shout out or you know give call out especially go ahead and do it so i just want to first give a shout out to my parents for supporting me and being there with me throughout the 11 years when i was away and understanding that it was not like by even though i it was by choice me joining the army but when i was away from the family like i was not there when my kaka passed away like when my grandfather passed away i was not there at home i was not there at my younger sister's wedding also so these things that i have missed and many other family functions that i have missed but still you were supportive of me you never pestered me never forced me to come because of which i was probably able to do my work well so thank you big thank you for that and other than that big thank you to shruti also even if we after marriage we were there for just two years together but the kind of support that you have shown in those two years because in those two years also we were just together for almost seven or six months and after that i was in lay where for almost 4 5 months i was out of coverage area so understanding my situation that even though we were not communicating for 4 5 months understanding that staying strong so a big thank you for that also and i'm sure that in the years to come i'll try to make up for that and the coming years we'll have a good time together so thank you for that also 
thank you very much for that advait i'm sure they are yeah. going to appreciate and they would have loved hearing every single word you said so thank you for that yeah okay so now we've reached the last section the spotlight challenge this is where you have to nominate someone from what i'm calling you know the extended burve family to be on the show so two questions for you who is that person and what is the one question you want me to ask them so i would probably would like to nominate uh, anju maushi for the next podcast which is there and the question that i would want to ask her is that i just want to know about her more because since i am new to the family like i have had conversations with her i have met her we've spoken a lot but till like how her life was with the entire family and probably her passion for singing and to get to know a bit more about her so not any specific question but just in general to get to know a bit more about her awesome yeah i'd love to have anju on the show uh, i'm sure it'll be a very long conversation yeah, when we have her on the show but yeah i'll do yeah. my level best to have her on before we go um where can people find you where which which social medias are you on and what are your handles so i am there only on one uh, social media platform that is instagram and other than that i am there on whatsapp in all the groups but other like social media platforms only i am there only on instagram and my instagram handle is ek garib mulga so that is where you can find me on instagram <laughs> awesome cool I think that's the end of it. Thank you very much Adwait. I can't thank you enough. You spent a lot of time. Thank you so much for spending all of your time. Again, I know this is your anniversary weekend. You're supposed to be spending time with Shruti. Thankful to her too for allowing you to spend all of this time away. Thank you again for opening up. Thank you again for the reveal. Hopefully you had fun. And that's our show. But before we end, a personal note. Regardless of where we live, we all take many things for granted. Things like being safe and secure in our homes and country. We are safe and secure simply because of the brave men and women of the armed forces who stand watch and guard us from terror. Their lives are challenging, risky, lonely, and they are not even that well paid. It is a thankless job, but they voluntarily put their lives on the line so that we can be safe now we can't make the job less risky less lonely and neither can we magically make it better paying but there is something we can do a humble request to everyone next time you meet adwait or ubi or in fact any time you meet any of the brave men and women of the armed forces from the army the navy the air force the coast guard please go up to them and say these five magic words which i'm sure will make their day thank you for your service these five words don't cost us anything but they help convey a profound sense of gratitude and appreciation towards the men and women of the armed forces who risk their lives so we can be safe so adwait thank you for your service That's the show. Thank you so much for joining me. And as usual, I will end with Adwait's all-time favorite song. This is Young Forever from Jay-Z featuring Mr. Hudson. I'm your host Amaya Barbe. I will see you next time.
of today's be the worst of your tomorrow's. But we ain't even thinking that far. You know what I mean? So we living life like a video. Where the sun is always out and you never get old And the champagne's always cold and the music's always good And the pretty girls just happen to stop by in the hood And they hop they pretty ass up on the hood of that pretty ass car Without a wrinkle in today Cause there's no tomorrow Just a picture perfect day that lasts a whole lifetime And it never ends cause all we have to do is hit rewind So let's just stay in the moment, smoke some Drink some wine, reminisce, talk some Forever young is in your mind Leave them off the can race Neither space nor time So when the director yells cut, I'll be fine I'm forever young Young. Forever young, I wanna be 